Right, first of our five-minute talks is Al Power, a good friend, and he's going to be talking about better photography by design. He's an Ox- Oxford-based web developer, photographer, and a good friend. He's also our unofficial official Geek Night photographer, though not tonight. He's uh, stitched on that, just because he's talking. Um, and he's also the saviour of my iPhone. That's at Build Conference. That's another story. Um, yeah, seriously, I was going to lose my iPhone. Um, and he's, yeah, he's here. It's about improving one's photography. Our power. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the intro. This one. Good. Um, so, better photography by design. What's that about? So, um, recently, I'm a web developer by trade, um, but I do photography in my spare time, and it's one of my real passions. And recently, I've been doing more and more freelance assignments. Uh, pushing me outside of my comfort zone. So a lot of them I've had to do a lot of thinking and preparation as to how, how to make them a success. And one of the things I was thinking about was, was what, what components go into a good photograph. So I'm going to talk about some of the things you can think, think, think about if you want to improve your photography and tips you can take away with you to, to continue your photographic learning and, and raise your game with your pictures, really. So I'm trying to sort of look at the question... What, what components, or what makes a good photo, what components go into a good, good photo? So, is it camera gear? Um, I'm, a, I'm a, a geek as well as a sort of photographer, and I often fall for the marketing charms of Apple and Canon and the latest shiny Fuji cameras, and I just think, if only I bought that camera, my photography would be this much better. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you all feel the same, but actually... If you've already got a camera, chances are you can take some pretty good photos with it. And there's, a, there's actually a lot of things that you haven't done, that haven't pushed in terms of its limitations. Um, people say the best camera is the one that you have with you. And I, I spend most of my time using this. Um, obviously, DSLR has its place for quality pictures. But I'm, I'm just as happy with my smartphone, and I have it with me all the time. So if you've got a smartphone, use it. If you've got a DSLR and you've got opportunity to take it around to get slightly better quality pictures... Use that, but you don't necessarily need to upgrade. So if it's not camera gear, what is it? I think composition is a massive important uh, part of photography. And I've got four images here, a skater, a stairwell, a jetty, and somebody on a beach. And I thought I'd break those down in terms of... <coughs> OK, uh, the top of the, the, uh, quite a bit of the top of the slide is missing, so um, <coughs> that, that kind of ruins things a little bit. But um, I'll break those down... <laughs> I'll break those down in terms of um, uh, their composition and, and how, I, how I compose them and the thought that I went into achieving them and, and see if that kind of helps you when you think about your own photos. So this, this skater was in, in Golden Gate Park, was zipping around the track. There were lots of distracting things around him. So when I, when I processed the photo, I decided to crop in. Um, and I love the way that his legs and his arms formed these triangles, kind of pointing him forward in the direction, and he was zipping around this ring, and the lines of the ring kind of gave the picture a sense of motion. And one of the things I think is really useful is, is putting some negative space in your pictures. If, if, uh, if you oh, instinctively, you often just smack something straight in the middle, um, and it's, it's not until afterwards you come to process it, you think, I wish this had a bit more room. Um, so, yeah, negative space is good because it gives a subject something to move into. The next picture is a spiral staircase. I just love the general shape of it and the way that the lines of the staircase 
and then the full picture, it kind of keeps on going all the way around and into the centre, leads the viewer into the picture. Um, and pictures that appeal to me are things that have repeating shapes. I always find that, that people like looking at, at pictures that they can identify patterns, because it's, it's a natural thing that when we look at something, we like finding patterns, and something with easy-to-spot patterns is, is naturally appealing. Um, the jetty, it's highlighting a really useful technique I use all the time, which is uh, leading lines. Often a purpose of a picture is you're trying to capture someone's... You're trying to tell a story, but you're trying to capture someone's attention and bring them into the photo so, and, and try and keep them there as long as possible. And if you've got something with a really nice straight line, you can line it up from the corner of your frame and, uh, and they're brought in. Their eyes are naturally brought into the centre. And the more lines you've got, the better. I mean, I've got five here, so it just zips you right into the middle. Um, so leading lines is a really useful compositional technique. And, and finally, the, the, the lady on a beach. Um, it's not the most interesting photo, but by using something called the rule of thirds, where you divide your frame up into a kind of noughts and crosses grid, anything you put on the lines, um, compositionally, is actually more interesting. And anything you put on an intersection is, is even more interesting than that. So it just gives your, your photo a bit more of an edge and makes it a little bit more interesting. So those are the photos back again. So you can see, see them with those, those techniques applied. So if you're, if you're stuck in a bit of a rut, you've tried composing your picture, another useful tool to do is, is look at things differently, try a different perspective. Often I'll go up and shoot something and... You know, I won't be happy with the first result. Now when I go up and shoot something, I, I set myself a challenge. Can I take this same picture four more times from different angles, different perspectives, look at it differently? And often it's, it's the, the third or the fourth one that is actually the one I end up going with. And this shot is somebody working, and I was trying sort of all kinds of angles, and actually top-down worked. It sort of told the story much better. A little pug dog in Brighton. Again, super cute. Um, crazy owner, but super cute. <laughs> And uh, I found getting down on its level just, just made the picture. Um, again, another, another dog and bull, very, very patiently waiting. Um, and I just cropped in a little bit there to just to focus on the dog a bit. And this was a much bigger landscape scene, someone skimboarding across the beach. But I was loving the waves, so I, I, I did a big landscape view, and then I cropped in a bit and tried different angles. So, you know, if you're low, get high. If you're high, get low. If your subjects get small, get down on, on, onto its level. So, so what else could you think about when making a good picture? Um, for me, a key component is light. Light is the most important thing in a picture. Often I hear people say, oh, it's sunny, I'm going to go out and take pictures, or oh, it's cloudy, I'm, I'm not going to go out. But actually you can take great pictures in any lighting conditions. It's about seeing the conditions in front of you and working them to your advantage. The picture on the right there was taken in direct sunshine, and you can see my subject is... is, is trying to look, smile towards the camera, but squinting. The sun's right in her eyes, deep shadows down the side of her face, she's having a hard time. The picture on the left, I was taken in the same, similar direct sunlight, but all I did was place her under a tree. If it's really sunny, put someone in, in, in direct shade. There's so much light being reflected off anything, off everything, that you'll get a much even, evenly lit uh, picture. You'll get less shadows, the, the eyes will be more open, so they'll actually pop more. And it's, it's just a really simple trick. Um, and so I always use direct, direct shade. And on a cloudy day, it's almost like you've got a giant, giant um, light box. The clouds diffuse the harsh light of the sun, so you can get some equally lovely shots on cloudy days. Um, time of day is very important. 
think about something called the golden hour, so just after, after sunrise or just before sunset, you get some really beautiful directional warm light that warms your pictures up and is much better than the, the sun coming down at midday. So, so what else makes a good photo? Um, learn how to process your pictures. So many people tell me, my pictures don't come out the same way out of my camera as yours do. Well, mine actually come out completely the same way as any one of yours do. I've just spent a lot of time learning about processing. Here's a picture I shot on the beach. It's straight out of camera. On the right-hand side, here's it fully processed. For me, processing is, 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 is key because, you know, the way I see a frame a picture, the human eye can capture so much more than a, a camera sensor, which is essentially a, a stupid computer trying to equalize a single photo against, against a sort of 18% gray. So, so it's the, the processing that brings out the, the, the picture for me. If you've got a DSLR, use RAW. It's amazing. It essentially captures all the data from your camera sensor and makes it available to you. A JPEG is literally just a, a slice of that. So RAW is great. If you've got your mobile, use Snapseed. It's like a mini Photoshop. It's free. Um, just been, well, was bought by Google, but the iOS and the Android app are still, still available. I haven't shut that down yet. Um, <laughs> that's next week, yeah. So, yeah, get it, get it while it's available. Um, iPhoto, Picasa, Lightroom, particular favorite, Aperture. They're all fantastic and not particularly expensive bits of software. If you want to learn more, take a workshop. Adobe published some amazing videos on their website, especially to do with Lightroom. And there's so many photographers out there on YouTube just teaching you know, their own little area. So if you want to find a niche, look on YouTube. There's, there's some absolutely wonderful, wonderful training videos. So <clears throat> I guess coming towards the end, um, a great quote from one of my favorite photographers of the last century, Henri Cartier-Bresson, your first 10,000 photos are your worst. Um, one of the things that I find in this, this, this digital age the internet has brought us all a lot closer together, and I can go online and look at portfolios of the most amazing photographers you know, in areas that I'm interested in, and often I just despair. I think, I mean, why are my pictures like that? But the thing you've got to realize is that they're probably 10,000 photos ahead of you, that they've probably been doing it for 10 years professionally. You know, everyone, no one was born an amazing photographer. I'm on a journey of learning continually, but often I think you've got to realize that and give yourself permission to suck you're going to suck you know but just don't worry about that just push on through and by by working through a large volume of work you'll come out the other side a better photographer i think that can be applied to lots of creative disciplines so practice um in terms of inspiration i i like looking back at photographers from the last century and just trying to work out what is it about their photographs that draw me in you know what, what what tricks have they used they're usually just great pictures, but you know, how, how, what's, the, what's the magic? And I find that trying to break those down really helps me as a photographer apply them to my own images. Um, there's so many inspiring photographers out, out there. You know, follow people, start a project. If you've, if you've got a, a, another interest apart from photography, you know, just make a little photo documentary of it and put it up online. So what makes a good photo? In, in conclusion, I think you've got to stop focusing on your gear and the constant cycle of upgrading stuff and start learning how to use things and push them. Think about composition. Try different perspectives. Try that shooting five, five times in different angles. Think about light, very important. Learn how to process your photos and go out and find inspiration and practice and you'll be a better photographer by design. Thank you. <laughs>